Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about how doctors on Earth diagnosed and treated an astronaut's medical problem in space for the first time, a new study that explains why whales are so big but not bigger, and Stanford research that uncovered how you can get better at picking creative ideas. Let's satisfy some curiosity. In space, no one can hear you scream, let alone cough. But that doesn't mean astronauts can't get medical care. Recently, doctors diagnosed and treated an astronaut in space, from Earth, for the first time. This only happened because the astronaut was lucky enough to be a participant in a medical study about space travel's effects on circulation. Specifically, the researchers behind the study wanted to know how microgravity would affect the internal jugular vein. That sends blood from the brain to the heart, so it's pretty important. In space, though, blood tends to float up towards an astronaut's head. How does this affect the jugular? To find out, the researchers studied 11 astronauts on a multi-month mission on the International Space Station. At set intervals throughout the trip, the astronauts ran ultrasounds on themselves, which let doctors back on Earth track their vein health in real time. Two months into the mission, one astronaut's ultrasound revealed a blood clot in the jugular vein. It was dangerous. Clots like this can lead to infection, blockages in lung arteries, and even death. It was also dangerous to treat, though. The space pharmacy had a limited supply of blood thinners, and if the astronaut took too high of a dose, there was nothing on board to reverse the effects. Medicine can also have unexpected effects in space. Ultimately, though, the doctors and patient decided to treat the clot, and a supply shuttle brought the space station extra blood thinners midway through the mission. It worked, too. Over about three months of treatment, the clot shrank. It was still there when the astronaut landed back on Earth, but 10 days later, it had disappeared completely. It's not clear what caused the blood clot. There was no history of clots like this in the astronaut's family, and the astronaut had a clean bill of health when the mission launched. Was space travel to blame? The authors of the paper about this say the question deserves more research. That's especially true while we consider crewed missions to Mars, which could take more than nine months each way. For now, though, one thing is clear. Doctors on Earth can diagnose and treat blood clots in space. Astronauts can rest easy. You've heard the saying, you are what you eat. Well, a new study found that it's pretty true for whales, too. And that explains a lot more than just what's up with a particular whale's waistline. Whales are the largest animals ever to roam the planet, even larger than dinosaurs. But even whales have limits. And scientists wanted to know what they were. It turns out those limits have a lot to do with their food. To figure this out, scientists attached sensors to different types of whales and estimated the type and quantity of prey they took in. Then they put all that data together to figure out how much energy whales spent on feeding and how much of that energy was restored by what they ate. The size of toothed whales seemed to be limited by the size of their prey. Sperm whales are among the largest in this category, but were still found to feed mostly on medium-sized squid, maybe because there aren't a whole lot of giant squid out there. But baleen whales, like blue whales, are the real heavyweights here. And strangely, they grow so big by feeding on some of the ocean's smallest creatures. I'm talking about krill, a shrimp-like animal about the size of your pinky finger. Instead of teeth, baleen whales have, well, baleen. That's a series of keratin plates lined up like the teeth of a comb. They eat by swimming towards a patch of krill with their mouths open and gulping down the whole patch, along with about 100 tons of water. 
that can amount to half a million calories in one mouthful. And you thought the rocks cheat days were epic. Then the whale pushes the water back out through the baleen while the krill stay trapped inside. So why is it that the whales that feed on tiny prey are larger than those that eat bigger fish? Well, blue whales consume up to 40 million krill, or about 8,000 pounds worth of food, every day. And they don't expend a lot of energy in the process. Plus, the bigger they are, the more they can consume. It's a super efficient system. Toothed whales, on the other hand, expend more energy hunting individual prey, and they get a lot less caloric bang for their buck. So why don't the baleens get even bigger? Well, because there are only so many fish in the sea, or in this case, krill. It seems that baleen whales have enough energy to sustain their massive bodies, but not enough to grow even larger. Still, the scientists aren't sure whales have reached their limit. With more food, the whales of the future may get even bigger. According to new research from Stanford University, you might be trashing your best, most creative ideas before they ever get to see the light of day. So listen up if you want to get better at getting creative. For a new study, researchers asked people to come up with three innovative ideas, like, say, an idea for something to keep people from falling asleep in self-driving cars. They were also asked to rank the creativity of their solutions. Then, the researchers randomly chose one of the participants' initial ideas and had them spend at least five minutes fleshing it out into a final product. Another group judged how creative all of the participants' original solutions were. That random choice was key. It meant that the scientists could measure how creative an idea was once it was fully fledged compared to how the participant had originally ranked it. The scientists found that before the ideas were fleshed out, the participants' original rankings were pretty accurate. But the more time they spent working out their solutions, the more likely it was that the idea originally rated second best ended up being the most creative. Researchers described the dynamic like the tortoise and the hare. The second best idea was the tortoise because it started out behind the hare but finished as most creative in the end. The hare idea the participants initially thought was their favorite ended up losing its appeal to the tortoise. So what was the difference between the two? Well, the tortoise ideas were more abstract. The scientists say that people tend to value concreteness more because concrete ideas are already a little developed. Abstractness, on the other hand, can hide an idea's potential. But never fear! The team has a trick to help people get better at picking out their most creative ideas. Ask why an idea is good rather than how. Prior research shows that this small but significant tweak can put people in a more abstract mindset. Now, the team notes that this tactic may not work as well the more ideas you come up with. And if you're pressed for time, it may still make sense to go with the idea that's most concrete, since it'll reach its potential fastest. But if you've got time to spare, try spending a little more of it in the initial ideation process before you make your selection. And when you do, keep the why in mind. You know, I always do this when we're having our pitch meetings, because a lot of the time there will be ideas that are sort of amorphous, and I'll just be like, ah, oh, I, I can't imagine how we can turn that into a story. But if I start thinking more about, like, why is this interesting? Like, why would people be interested in hearing about this? It helps me get to the kind of nugget of the story better. Why should people care? Yeah. Instead of getting too bogged down in, like, okay, well, what's the format that this is going to take? And trying to imagine what a, a segment might sound like, you know, just kind of letting go of that and, and thinking about the why. I like that. Yeah. 
All right, so let's do a quick recap of what we learned today. Well, it's pretty cool to learn that an astronaut's medical problem was diagnosed and treated from Earth in space for the first time. We don't know which astronaut it was, though. No. Top secret. The thing we reported on just now is a medical case study. And in medical case studies, you don't usually identify the person you're talking about. Because, you know, privacy. Right? Even in space. Even in space. Even astronauts (laughs) need their privacy. There aren't that many astronauts on the International Space Station. You could probably take a guess and be pretty accurate, but we don't know who it is. I mean, to be fair, if you want a lot of privacy, going to space is a pretty good way to do it. I mean, sure. They're constantly poking and prodding and like taking your vitals. No. Right. And you're stuck with 11 people. But I mean, if you don't like crowds, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That is a very small apartment. That's true. And I'm just so amazed by blue whales. They are the biggest animal ever to roam the earth. And the reason is because they eat tiny animals. They just eat a ton of them. Yeah, their mouth is just like a little filter and just sucks in all the little tiny fish and like no effort. No effort. It's like when Rocky throws back some eggs in a glass, doesn't even cook them. He doesn't have to chew those eggs. And as a guy who's always looking for creative ideas, it was cool to know that the Stanford method is to go with one of your first ideas because it's probably better than you think. Yeah, don't discount something because it's not fully developed. Yeah, and to make those ideas better, you ask why, not how. Yep, don't get bogged down in the how. Just ask why. Good talk. Today's stories were written by Mae Rice and Steffi Drucker and edited by Ashley Hammer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily. Today's episode was produced and edited by Cody Goff. Join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. Stay curious.